you're just funny. It's funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here, come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, see? Who are you? Oh, hey there, friends. Uh, Happy day to you and yours. I hope everyone's weekend and uh, week is going well. Today's a fun episode. Uh, I say that with all my episodes because they're pretty much all fun. Uh, And I like to make them semi-educational with a few laughs sprinkled in there. But hopefully you guys can learn something from each episode. And uh, today is no different. This is a lot of fun. I sit down with uh, CEO and owner of WannaDate. It's a very unique date spread. She actually pitched her idea a few years back on Shark Tank. It got picked up by Mark Cuban, and uh, you know, it's all downhill from here. Uh, she's been kicking ass and taking names in the marketplace, and uh, I've had her on in the past, and I wanted to chat with her again because, you know, especially with a small business, me myself, I'm trying to, you know, start my own business. So I wanted to, you know, pick her brain a little bit on that aspect from an e-com standpoint. But also, too, I just I really enjoy her products. Her lifestyle is uh, what you would expect. You know, she took something that is unhealthy, like peanut butters and jellies and jams, and she created something from Earth Sweetener, which is dates, which I love. And if you haven't had it, I, I recommend you do. She created this date spread, and now she's expanded her company to where she has multiple SKUs. And I wanted to talk to her a lot about that. And uh, it's just always a good conversation, too. We have a lot in common, and we've never met. Uh, just, you know, virtually through the podcast. So I think you guys will really enjoy hearing about Melissa, her journey, and the education behind it. Everyone, please help me welcome Melissa Bartow. Just open up a bunch and see what happens. <laughs> um, so last we spoke, it's, well, first of all, um, again, thanks for coming on, but I do want to get into the reason I reached out again to you, but I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, it's been like two years, I think. It was like 18 months since last time. I had you on. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking back at it and I was like, that's crazy because so much has, has happened since then. I mean, I'm sure I'm, I definitely want to pick your brain on uh, on an e-com standpoint, kind of see where the business is going. Cause I know you just launched a couple new SKUs, which are very exciting. So I want to, I want to talk about that. But last we spoke, I think you were in, you went back to New York. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in New okay. York now. Oh, you're still in New York. Okay. How, how's that? I mean, I'm happy. Are you? All right, good, good, good. Yeah. Good, good. It's a rough winter, but it's getting there. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Well, I have a bunch of uh, friends that are up in New York, and a few of them are starting to come uh, down to Florida, or you know, they're going to Texas, and there's just a lot yeah. of different movement. But now I'm young, so New York's just like they won't be a forever. Th- I mean, I'm 25. Like, I don't want to be in Florida. Yeah, I'm not ready to retire down no. there. Yeah. And, as, <laughs> and, and as a Floridian, I could, I could speak for everyone. I think it was like, take your time. We don't need you right now. There's way too many, <laughs> <laughs> there's way too many people here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I try, I try to tell all my friends that, Hey man, how's, how's the market down there? How's housing? I'm like, Oh, it's brutal, dude. It's like New York pricing. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. No, my dad does real estate down there. And like, yeah. he's like talking about how much these places are rising in value. They're selling around where we live. It's crazy. That's nuts. And um, I mean, during the uh, the the peak of the pandemic, uh, I think is when I, I spoke to you last. But how how has things been going from a business standpoint for you? Because again, you launched a bunch of SKUs, so things must be kicking ass, no? Yeah, they are. Um, That's great. Was it? Did we have the does last time we spoke? 
No, I think you were working on it. Yeah, which is super. Okay. So if you could tell us about that. And for people who don't know, I'll leave all Melissa's links in the description below. But eatoneaday.com, uh, eatoneaday all on Instagram. Just a great alternative, whether you're vegan or not, you're going to love this stuff. Because to me, it's like, it's, it's nature sweetener, number one. But number two, you look on the back of the ingredients and you can actually pronounce everything. And that's like so rare. Even yeah. with like nut butters, like people don't know. But if you go by Jif, what? You don't even know. I don't even think, I don't even think peanuts are like the key ingredient in Jif. It's insane. So Nah, you'll see at least like seven ingredients there and various percents of weird things. Super crazy. So yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to know uh, more about the cookie dough, but if you can give a quick elevator pitch to uh, kind of want a date and, and all that for people that didn't listen to our last episode. Yeah, so Wanna Date uh, originally was a line of date-based spreads that are a lower-calorie, vegan, plant-based alternative to like honey, Nutella, nut butters um, that you can use all the same ways. And then over the last couple of years, that's grown a lot. And then this past fall, um, just launched the second date-based product line, which is a line of Just Add Water date dough. So we have um, different flavors of that. It's basically a blend of ground dates, almond and coconut flour and then a different flavor so we have birthday cake that's vanilla chocolate brownie with cocoa powder and snickerdoodle with cinnamon and you just add water to like a half a cup of mix and stir it and it turns into like date dough balls and you can add eggs and bake it into cakes and breads and make cookies out of it so it's super versatile you could eat it raw put it in the fridge for later um yeah it's like a diy like healthy baking mix alternative so that is yeah. super fun and then on top of that um, a new flavor of date spread because we started with original chocolate, vanilla, cinnamon, and a pumpkin spice. And then this past like two months ago, just launched the first newest flavor of date spreads ever since then, which is cookie date spread. So it tastes literally like crumbled shortbread cookies. Like oh. if you've ever had Girl Scout like trefoil cookies, it tastes like that straight up. Yes. It's so insane. Oh my so God. good. What what made you uh, come up with that idea? Just the actual flavor. Out kind of, of from kind of from the date doughs, like yeah. making these now like cookies out of dates, um, and having the birthday cake date dough, the snickerdoodle, the chocolate brownie. I was like, the next flavor has to be like super fun and indulgent. So I was going back and forth between like cookie. I had. I mean, I. I tried and formulated with like 10 or like 10 almost, but it narrowed down to cookie and like maybe salted caramel or maybe some sort of like coffee or mocha sort of thing. I don't know, but just the cookie tastes insane. And yeah. with the cookie doughs having just launched, it was like perfect. Like yeah. we have date cookie dough. Let's launch a date cookie spread. Yeah. And yeah, eventually there'll be more flavors to come. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I love for people that don't know, I kind of talked about it in the intro a little bit, but, you know, dates are, are literally, if you just haven't had them raw, like just get the real pitted dates, just try it. It's, it really is nature sweetener. Like it really can crave that sweet tooth. And there's so many good alternatives, you know, to spreads, but there's really nothing, you know, again, we, we think of like almond butter is healthier than peanut butter, right? And then, of course, we think of peanut butter healthier than marshmallow fluff. Like, of course, there's always better for you options. But even the truly better for you options, again, like I was saying, you look at the back of them, there's just there's not a lot. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of benefits to some of that stuff. You know, even like almond butters and any type of nut butters, typically most of that stuff is high in fat. And if you're not, 
you know, watching your diet accordingly. It's not like you can have five peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a day, even though it's high in protein and it's, you know, it's good fats and all that. Yeah, kind of. But you just got to be careful with dates, bread. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but just dates in general. Yeah, it's high in sugar, but it's not really that bad for you. Like there's really no negative side effects to it. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the world, I don't know who decided that fruit sugar is bad, but <laughs> it's not right. at all. Yeah. So like there's good, there's good sugars and fruit. bad sugars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... It's if you pretty... fear fruit, you've got something wrong. That's all right. I'm going to say. Like the way the world with ketos and various weird diets and stuff makes people actually fear eating like a date or a banana blows my mind. Yeah. Because my... Like you're going to eat like shots of butter, but oh my God, a banana or a date. Because it's high in sugar. Oh no. There's sugar. There's a carb in it. It's fruit. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like it blows my mind, honestly. Yeah. Well, and that just goes to show us too, like if you're picking apart your diet that much, you're obviously not working out. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not even going for a walk. You know, the, the biggest thing that I, cause I was a personal trainer a long time ago and, um, I've always, which is why my podcast is mainly about health and wellness, but I've always kind of had this argument with a lot of different people, especially during the pandemic where yeah, you know, depression was high and it was hard to go to the gym. Gyms were closed, like all that. But you forget to yourself that you could just walk outside. Like you could, yeah. you could do a lot. You could do push-ups at home. You could do sit-ups at home. And if you're not going to do any of that stuff, hey, no problems. But don't take away like the fruits, the veggies. Like you have to eat healthy if you're not going to work out. And of course, if you work out and eat healthy now, this is the, uh, the, the perfect combination, but yeah, it's yeah. so funny. People that always, they look for the great diet and the one that's going to make you lose weight. And you know, I can't eat those bananas because it's high in sugar and you shouldn't worry about that. Just go on a couple walks and you could burn off that high in sugar banana. If you really feel like it's high in sugar. I mean, it's not, I, yeah, I was literally thinking about that and that's why I brought it up because like <laughs> when I started want to date and like working out eating healthy like i had i still work out the exact same way and eat the same things i have for the last like seven years since right. like one or eight times started and back then like no one was like i mean you went on instagram to like share pictures of like your vacation and stuff and that was it mm -hmm. now we live in a world where everyone's comparing their what they eat in a day to their everyone else's and like their workout lifting schedule whatever plan to someone else's so everyone's quite literally, in my opinion, who's struggling with food or exercise is just an insane analysis paralysis comparing to what other people are doing and trying to do what someone else is saying they should do because that's what that person does. It's like, no, 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 no. Like literally, if you took away the internet and all this stuff you've read, it's like, when was like the time in your life where you were happiest and healthiest? healthiest? What were you doing? What were you eating? Like, it's mm -hmm. that simple. Do yeah. that, eat that. And you're good. That's such good. a good point. And, you know, I don't even know where it happened either. I mean, obviously it was, you know, cause I'm 36, so I'm a little bit older, but I don't know if it was like my generation that is screwing this up or, you know, younger folks out there. Like, I don't know where it happened, but if you go for anybody that has a phone, like, of course, if you're driving, listen to this podcast, don't do that. But uh, for anybody that has a phone, just Google 1950s beach photo and then Google 2022 beach photo. And if you Google 1950s beach photo, everybody is gorgeous. Like they're like, and I'm not, I'm not saying they're thin and muscular. They're just in good shape. Like there's just no healthy. obese people. Yeah, just healthy on the beach. And their swimsuits are obviously are god awful, but their physique <laughs> is like, and these folks, by the way, 
didn't work out. Like there was no influencers back then. Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't even born yet. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's yeah. it's insane when you look at that photo and you look at now and the only difference is food. Yeah. That's the only humans aren't different. It's not like saber tooth tigers were alive back then and everyone was fighting for their lives. Like it was it was 70 years ago. Like it's not that long ago. And in that time frame, we're just eating more fast food and we're listening to people that don't really know a whole lot. And if you just kind of use common sense and eat the things that are good for you and stay away from the things that are bad for you, you can get away with life relatively healthy and stay away from heart disease and high cholesterol and diabetes and all these, you know, chronic diseases that are, are on the rise. It's all because of your food. Yeah. It's literally yeah. just eat real food. That's what they did yeah. back then. They ate real food, a banana, some chicken, whatever. They ate real food. Yeah. Like. Now and we just eat weird food or we cut out certain types of food. Yeah. It's not like they were counting their micros and macros. Like they didn't care about carbs or they didn't even know what this stuff is. Like no, I, just balanced meals, real yeah. food. Like it's so simple. Yeah. And you know, I even think like little things, uh, you know, just like milk, you know, uh, the cow's milk back then I think was probably healthier than it is now. Right. Because the way we do factory farming now versus, you know, 70 years ago is obviously extremely different. And you could break that down on various different things. But uh, I know for you, are you, you're vegan, right? No, I eat, I do like paleo. Oh, okay. So I eat real food. Um, I like what you just said with like things. I mean, I don't do dairy. Um, I don't eat dairy or grains or added sugar. Um, Okay. So it's basically like if a caveman could eat it or whatever, I'll eat it. Well, they, I don't know how extensively they had like fruits and vegetable agriculture, but that's right. like a very basic way to put it is yeah. you eat strictly real food. Every ingredient on the label is a real food ingredient. Yeah. And that's a great, I mean, that's a great way to live. I hate the, the word paleo though, because I think with anything, paleo, keto, vegan, carnivore, like all that stuff, they just get wrapped up in these trends and these social media hashtags and really paleo to me. And if I could eat meat, I would, but just my health condition, I can't. But um, paleo to me is just eating, like you said, real food. It should be called like the whole food, real food diet or something. Yeah. Technically, I kind of got into it because there's something called Whole30, which is like for 30 days, you cut out everything that's fake and like see how you change and like that got me hooked forever like why would i go back to eating the very few fake foods i had in my diet back then oh my god it's it makes a massive difference and you know even things like alcohol too you know cutting out things that you can't you know forage or hunt and get yourself essentially is Mm -hmm. the paleo diet and you couldn't like get your own wine back in the day you couldn't make your own beer back in the day you know you can you can get salmon out of the lake or the ocean, whatever, yeah. and then you can get, you know, your crops by doing agriculture and picking, picking crops. So if you can live your life like that and stay away from the processed stuff, yeah, uh, I think that's the way to go. Well, the whole idea behind it is like you're eating the foods that humans were like biologically created to eat and make. That's like on like humans thousands of years ago were eating these foods. Our bodies were meant to eat these foods. We eat these foods. Now we invent things that we call food, but it's like we invent it. It's not actual real stuff. And you're putting it in your body. And you're causing inflammation and literally creating things like cancer and mutating your DNA because you're eating these things that are generally recognized as safe. But on a micro scale, they're causing millions at the root problems for people. 
And that's why that whole 30 thing it's, I mean, I was healthy going into whole 30, but like people do whole 30 and say their arthritis went away. Like it's not as simple as like you lose weight. It's like you feel better. Like the root of all this illness in our world is from inflammation through consuming food or toxins and all this stuff. Like inflammation is the root of everything. It's, and it's so got through food, so yeah. gotten through food or eliminated through food. And you know what's kind of shitty because I'm I'm huge into supplements, and you know I, I love a, a lot of different supplements. There's this company that uh, sponsored the podcast called Perfect Keto, and they have keto stuff and they have non keto stuff. But the whole idea and the whole premise behind it is more of a paleo feel, and you know having supplementation if you can't get your supplements out of food. So mm-hmm. like me personally, I always kind of think of it like this where you know, 1950, when you look at that photo and everyone was, no one was taking supplements back then. But the reason why we have to take supplements now is because our food is getting worse from a nutritioner standpoint. So now your nutrition is getting pulled out of the foods that you normally eat. So now we're becoming vitamin D deficient and we're creating these, like you said, arthritis and all these conditions. So now we have to supplement to take over that. But now these supplements we're putting Mm -hmm. in our body, whether they're lab tested or not, if you could just take out the shitty foods that you're eating, you won't need as much supplementation because what people don't understand is you ever play the telephone game where mm-hmm. you're, you sit in a circle and you're like, Melissa and Tony are doing a podcast. And then at the end of it, it's like, you know, Tony and Melissa are doing a skydiving lesson over the Galapagos. Like it's the completely different version of what that sentence was. And that's kind of what's happening to our bodies is we're we're kind of mutating it, like you said, and we're doing all these things. So our kids' kids, now they don't have the ability to, to have those nutrients like we're able to. You know, we're kind of like watering down the human population by doing a lot of supplements and eating the shitty food. And, you know, eventually it's going to come to a point where we're just going to be like these stick figures with, you know, IVs going into our body of everything we need because we can't get it from our food. Like our food is going to keep getting worse if we don't do something about it. Yeah, so. I mean the onset of agriculture and like like grains and um like bread you look at an ingredient label on bread it's full of vitamins like niacin thiamine all these vitamins that are essential for life because if humans are going to live off of bread which the government subsidizes because they want you to live off of bread Mm -hmm. they need to actually put things in it that are going to keep you alive because you're not going to eat real fruits and vegetables that have these things naturally It's but still, so things like fruits and vegetables have all the antioxidants and whatever that are anti-inflammatory, that by eating those, you are a happy, healthier human being. And all these other things are allowing you to sustain yourself in the most basic quality of life way. It's so mad. And then when you understand, like my father makes his own bread, like I make my own pizza dough and stuff. My father mm-hmm. makes his own bread as a bread maker. There's four ingredients. Yeah. It's, it's water, I, yeah. flowers, salt, I think sugar. Um, and yeah, that's it. Oh, yeast as well. Like, yeah, I lived in Italy and I took like pasta and pizza making classes for six months. Yeah. The sauce, it's just like you crush tomatoes, water and olive oil. It's like simple, real. And then everyone over in Italy is beautiful, by the way. And they live to like 200. It's insane. (laughs) It's like, everyone's like, what's their diet? Oh my gosh. Are they high carb, low fat? It's like, they just eat real food in the most basic ingredient way. And, and I go back to wine too, you know, I brought that up, but like over in Europe, I actually get uh, a lot of my wine, I get cases from either Europe or uh, California, which is an Italian vineyard where they only use a few ingredients because really it's just grapes fermented and they stomp and that's it. It shouldn't be these, you know, citric acid in wine and all these things to extend the shelf life 
because that's what retailers are attracted to is long shelf lives. But even your little things like wine and beer, like if you're not understanding what's in those ingredients, you're just putting in this foreign stuff. Like it's so crazy. And I loved how everyone freaked out about the vaccine. I don't know what's in it. My dude, have you had your cereal this morning? Did you look at the back <laughs> of the box? Like, do you know what's in your cereal? It's worse for you than any shot you've ever taken in your life. And for some reason, people, they just, I know, I know, I know Cocoa Puffs are good. I get it. I really do. Like McDonald's has, you know, good chicken tenders. Okay. But what is it doing to your body? Is it really worth what it's doing? It's crazy. No, and it's all made to be hyper palatable and you're supposed to want it and crave it. But honestly, like if you cut it out and swap it with other things like raw chocolate things and Mm. your taste buds adapt and you stop you biologically like change yourself you don't crave that stuff anymore you crave things that your body's been consuming that it likes and it wants more of those things that's right that's right and and if you haven't had it before your body doesn't know that it wants it so everyone talks about these sugar cravings and stuff the only reason you have these cravings is because you've had the foods before Mm. you know like i don't crave chick-fil-a because I haven't had Chick-fil-A in eight years, yeah, you right. know, but uh, everyone that loves Chick-fil-A, the reason you love it is because you have it every Saturday before they close on Sunday. Like that's the reason why mm-hmm. if you just cut it out, your body's going to be like, Hmm, Oh, I just, I need nutrients for my salads and my fruits and my veggies. So then you start eating that and you start craving that. And you're right though, when uh, about the whole 30 and everyone who hasn't tried that, I mean, I recommend you try that out because even an elimination diet just to, you know, uh, kind of alleviate your body from the stress of breaking down all these weird ingredients that are in your food. But when you give that thing 30 days and the way you feel is like night and day, you sleep better. Um, I used to have rosacea when I was a kid, but when I really started getting into nutrition, that cleared up really, really well. Like from 15 to 16, 17 was really bad. And then 18, 19, 20 started to clear up once I changed up my diet and you don't have to go vegan. Just, you know, like you said, paleo or whatever's good for your body based off, you know, what your nutritionist said. But yeah it's, yeah, it's incredible once you start cutting out some foods, like you start seeing these massive differences and it's not coincidence. No, I've actually like in the last month, I've actually narrowed down my diet. So now I'm, I mean, I don't like to say this because like you said, things change, like we get so specific, like I've been pescatarian the last month. So just because like even things like chicken and like if, if someone offered me a grilled chicken breast, I'm not going to like freak out, but like even things like chicken in the world we live in, like there's such a difference between a free range grass fed chicken in terms of the omega three to six ratio in it and the level of cortisol in it from like the stress of how it was raised or not raised Mm. like all these little minute details there's a cool book out i don't know if you've heard it it's called this is vegan propaganda oh yeah is that with um ed um, yes edling yeah and so like i said i'm not vegan but he's so 100 percent right in like everything he says he's like 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 the quality of our chicken like he's just giving reasons why you should go vegan and it's like the quality of your chicken like they could even say it's grass-fed free range but that's only up to like the last mile in the like x percentage of its life it could have been consuming grains and been in a slaughterhouse or like something like that it's like yeah he's right like regulations and claims on labels especially in the meat industry are so untrustworthy so so, untrustworthy it's so crazy and it's earthling ed if i'm getting that right He's yeah. Uh, yeah, you can follow him on Instagram. He's awesome. I've been following him for years and he has blown up. He is all over like over the pond. He's I think in uh, UK or something, but yeah, he came out with uh, this book that I'll definitely read. That's a good reminder. I'll, I'll hop on Amazon after this, 
but yeah, what I love about his videos is he's like, you know, I wouldn't have an argument 50 years ago. He says that all the time where he's like, it's just how we consume food now is, is brutal. You know, he, he definitely believes in just like I do. I mean, you know, when you're a sentient being, like if you, if you're a cow or a chicken or it doesn't matter, like you, would you kill that yourself? And if the answer is no, like if I gave you a knife and a pig and said, have some bacon, you wouldn't do it yourself, most likely. So that means morally, us yeah. humans, we shouldn't be doing that. And that's why I love his arguments all the time to where he'll just kind of break it down common sense and just say, we don't need this stuff. If we can live off of, you know, uh, ways of not killing other sentient beings, that's a better way to live, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's uh, true. Yeah. I mean, I love eggs and then I eat fish. Like, honestly, right. I mean, except for like, and this is kind of like with everything, like even with added sugar, like unless I'm like not in control of what I'm eating, I'm pescatarian these days. Like it's, sure. that's how it is. Unless, you know, emergencies, this, that you're at a person's house. Like I'm yeah. pescatarian because like, yeah. I like to know what, that's the thing with health. It's not even like necessary. I mean, it is about like the environment and things like that and killing sure. and slaughtering a hundred percent. But like from a selfish level, it all started with like, I want to know what I'm putting in my body. Right. Like, Right. I want to know I'm eating just chicken, not like chicken with all these other things. And no one's telling me, but you're like labeling it as something that's not. Okay. If you're not going to tell me what's in it and how it was raised and this and that, I'm not going to put it in my body. Yeah. And how many documentaries have to come out on Netflix for people to understand? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people so are just willing to, you want to blindly like take a shot of something your friend gives you. You don't know what's in it. Some weird mixed drink. Yeah. I mean, food's the same. Like it's all toxic. If you don't know what you're putting in your body, how you're going to react to it. Like, yeah. And you know, we've, I think we've gotten so, so more, obviously we have gotten more intelligent over the years, but just in general, we've, we know now that the FDA and the government, they've lied in the past. And they probably won't stop lying because they're going to make money. Let them keep lying. I'm not saying, you know, government, I know you probably listen to this podcast, but it's okay. Keep it. We don't mind, but we're onto the shit, right? Like we get it. And we're starting to understand that. Oh, hold on. So when it says free range and the FDA puts a stamp of approval, yep, that's free range. You could buy that at Kroger, guys. We say, oh, great. It's free range. But little do we know that free range just means six feet. Huh. That's the minimum requirement for free range. So as long as they're in a cage with hundreds of chicken and they have six feet to move around, that's considered free range. The funniest one is when they write antibiotic free on the chicken. Oh it's illegal God. to put antibiotics in chicken. So everything you, any possible chicken you're buying from the store is going to be antibiotic free. Yeah. But they write that because you suddenly think, oh my gosh, it's antibiotic free. I should buy this. No, 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 no. no. As a marketing expert, I'm here to tell you that every single piece of property, aside from produce, every single thing that you grab on that shelf was designed to lie to you for you to buy it. That's it. Even almond milk. Almond milk is going to lie to you. Look on the back of the ingredients. I make my own milk with this thing called almond cow. It's like the greatest thing in the world where you put yeah. cashews and oats. Have you heard of this? Yeah, I know it. It's so good. And, yeah. you know, you can do different flavors. And what's funny about it, what I love when I just had a buddy over the other day where I made um, a cappuccino form and I used oat milk and I took it out of the fridge. Like, have you ever had your fresh oat milk in like a mason jar type of thing? Yeah. And, yeah. 
and it's like all water and then like this yeah. film it's so gross yeah. but the the reason that because that's real that's the real shit like the reason that it doesn't look like that on the shelf is because it's it not wouldn't... stabilizers in it <laughs> yeah and it same wouldn't... with nut butter same, same with everything butter. that's real it's yeah. gonna get weird yeah even date spread it'll separate i mean sometimes you might open it and there's like a little bit of water it's like you gotta stir it it's like because right. we're not like keeping the water perfectly diluted throughout this solution by yeah. using stabilizing percentages weird binding things so strange and by the way guys uh, none of that stuff is needed for the quality of food so when you put that shit in it's gonna taste the same it's just gonna look different but as long as you can get past that part of like oh it doesn't look like thick creamer like it doesn't look like what starbucks uses like as long as you get past that that oat milk tastes just as good and it only lasts like five days which i kind of love because you don't have a lot of leftovers you know a lot of waste when you have that real fruit and that real, you know, those real veggies and they don't last as long, it actually makes you appreciate the food in the process itself, you know, and, and that's a big reason, you know, when I first started transitioning into being vegan, it was a slow process where I went pescatarian like yourself uh, for a while and I loved it. But I was almost like when I was going out to dinner and I'm thinking to myself, who's touching my food? Like, how was that getting to my plate? And then I thought to myself, well, is that any different than buying food at Kroger or Publix or Winn-Dixie? You know, how many from the slaughterhouse to that to my table, how many hands did my food touch? And that grossed me out. So that's why I try to buy local from farmers markets to try to cook my, you know, the food myself. I clean everything, I rinse it, and I only buy it every couple of days. I don't buy it in bulk. I don't go to Sam's Club and go crazy because we end up wasting a lot of that food anyway. But I, I think if you switch up your diet alone and you see the benefits, you start appreciating food more for what it is, which is fuel. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, we're not supposed to like sit back and indulge and then Netflix and chill. Like that's not what food's meant to do. It's just supposed to fuel us so we can get out there and do the paleo thing like Melissa does and, you know, throw some spears on saber tooth tigers. And that's what we're supposed oh, yeah. to do. We're supposed to have that energy and food's supposed to give you the energy. And I love when I'm out with buddies and I'm, you know, of course I'm vegan, right? So it's, I probably have a stupid salad or something and I end up having that and they have like burgers and fries and a couple beers and then I'm done and I'm like ready to go. All right, guys, we're going to go like, you know, we're going to go hang out somewhere. They're like, oh, no, dude, I need a nap. I'm like, what? Right. Like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Your food's like, supposed to make you feel alive, not dead. Right. <laughs> so that's like the first time where it's like, eh, I should probably change up my diet. Yeah. If you got to take a nap after your meal, you got some problems. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to feel alive, ready to get up and go, not right. pass out after you eat. <laughs> so weird. And are you starting to notice that just like cutting out um, like chicken a little bit? Oh, yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I did it because I'm training for a half marathon right now. And like just with meat being like harder to digest. Right. Like, and I need to be like light on my feet all the time. For sure. I've just been sticking more so to like collagen protein powders, some like baked date egg paleo goods. And then I eat nice. salmon every day. Like salmon's yeah. like got those good omegas and stuff. Whereas like diluted chicken has nothing beneficial to it. So it's like, why eat a chicken breast? If you're, yeah, you're getting some empty protein from it, but like there's no other benefit to eating it unless you're like building, you know, gotta get your protein. I'll eat salmon instead or some yeah. collagen powder or like it's whatever. Way it's way Yeah, clean. I just see it as lean. It's like the, I mean, I, you could look at calories as empty calories and you can also look at them as like 
what are all like the nutrients I'm gaining out of this calorie? Like chicken, mm. you're getting some protein, but like you're not getting any real nutrients out of it otherwise. So no. I'm like, I'm going to go to other protein sources that are giving me more good stuff. That's right. And for people that just eat, you know, whether it's straight up chicken, a lot of steak, I mean, you are getting, like you said, proteins, but, you know, look at, do the research yourself and look at the nutrients that are in those specific meats and stick with those meats that are giving the nutrients. You know, yeah. it'll be really easy to find. It's all public information. Uh, you know, you just got to understand that doing the chicken and the steak that doesn't have a lot of nutrients, but it has a lot of protein, um, especially if you're, you know, picking some fatty steaks and fatty meats. But not only are you doing that, but also too, you're taking that chicken and you're frying it. Well, now it's killing all the nutrients that it might even have anyway. You throw that in a deep fryer between a couple buns. Now you got, now you're just eating empty calories. That's all you're eating. Yeah, don't eat so, industrialized seed oils. That's ugh. the most inflammatory thing you could put in your body. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and I think, uh, I forget what it was, but it was some peanut butter brand. I saw it on TikTok. I love TikTok because it exposes like everything. It's so funny. But but then I like hang out with my friends and I look on their For You page and it's not that at all. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So I, <laughs> it's only because Just I'm, me such over a, here. <laughs> I'm such a psycho with everything. They're like, they have all the dances and all the trends. And, you know, they're like, hey, have you seen this? I'm like, no. They look at my For You page. It's like nothing but fitness and health and people in grocery stores debunking stuff. Yeah, but those are the best ones because you look at like all the peanut butter and one of the, my favorite ones was, it's not Jif, it was something else. Oh, I think it was, um, I think it was Smuckers. Maybe it was the half and, half peanut butter, half jelly Smuckers. They have like that jar of half and half. And oh my God. Yeah, you looked on the back of it and it was like four different oils on it. And I'm just like, why does it have any? That makes no sense. You know, and canola oil yeah. obviously was a, a big ingredient. That is the worst yeah um, it's just you know you don't need some of that stuff right so yeah, oh my god it's not real like and these yeah. are the real oils that people should eat olive oil the ones that sound like real foods right. coconut oil coconut olive oil mm. olives avocado oil avocados yes. uh like flaxseed flaxseed like flaxseed that's oil, it yeah. it's as simple as that yeah if you see the word canola palm rapeseed or whatever grapeseed i don't know how you even say it like <laughs> sunflower like Oof. those are not those are the the industrialized seed oils that yeah. take heat and combustion and all these weird things to make and when you put them in your body they heat and combust and this your dna and that and inflammation is the result yeah and A if your body's not it. no yeah you're right though because if your body's not used to it it's going to freak out, you know, and I talked about this with um, a certified nutritionist on a couple episodes and uh, she talked a lot about alcohol and the reason why you have the hangover is because your body doesn't know what to do with it. Like that's, oh, wow. that's a hangover. You know, sometimes people think, oh, I drank a lot and they don't have any other rational conclusion to why they feel like that. That's your body trying to purge out this foreign oh. toxin that your body is not supposed to handle. And that's the reason why you feel like shit. And that's why you, you know, vomit and, and have horrible uh, nausea and, and headaches. And it's your body's way to purge it. And yeah. you know, it, it's like that a lot with other foods. You know, the reason why you have that stomach ache or sometimes you have a headache or you feel nauseous after a meal. It's not because you ate a lot or the best one I love is, oh, I think I ate too fast. No, bro, you didn't eat fast. You just ate shitty food and your body's rejecting it. That's what's happening. And you got to treat your body like a vessel. Like you're not going to put olive oil in your car to fill it up, are you? You're going to put gasoline in it. You know, that's because it's not going to run. And whatever you put in your car, your personal car, it's not going to run right if you don't put the right gasoline in it. 
And yeah, that's, those that's oils, alcohol, they're quite literally man-made poison. Yeah. And you're putting that in your body, like your human body. Yeah, it's crazy. And you're wondering why it's not functioning correctly. And, you know, to, to our credit, as the consumer, a lot of people out there are probably listening like, well, FDA approved it. Okay, Here, here's, here's a sentence that should stop you from thinking that ever again. They also think cigarettes should be legal. Hmm. Interesting. So they make mistakes and they do it for money. So it's okay that it's they're insane. probably lying to you. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. I don't know. It's insane. I can't deal with it, Melissa. I can't deal with it anymore. I just can't deal. I know. You ought to be but, your um, own advocate in this world. Yes. Can't trust but, anyone. But the good news is we could trust one a day because that yeah. stuff, you look on the back of that. I eat it. I live and breathe by it. Yeah, but you're biased, Melissa. I eat it. <laughs> okay. It's fantastic. I love the chocolate one I like because I was a big Nutella fan. I have transitioned into the chocolate day spread. Fantastic. But tell me more about this cookie dough because this is exciting. I want to know more about it. I haven't ordered it yet, but I'm going to check it out. Yeah. The whole concept came out of like back about a year ago. I was eating like my own little homemade dessert where I was putting a scoop of almond flour, a scoop of coconut flour into a bowl, and then some date spread, like chocolate date spread. And I'd stir it, put a little water, and it'd turn into this like like a hummusy cookie dough kind of looking thing. And mm -hmm. I'd add like cacao nibs or cocoa flakes and like eat it like it was cookie dough. And I'm like, this is awesome. Sometimes <laughs> I'd add protein powder. It was the best. And I was That's eating that for so long. If you literally scroll back on Instagram, you'll see me posting the recipes of it. And one day kind of like I was staring at it and I thought like, this would be cool if it was a thing. And then I started <laughs> thinking about PB2, like powdered peanut butter. Oh, yeah. I was like, what if there was like powdered like date butter and I'm like well that would just be like ground dates and I was thinking like you just add water to PB2 and if you just add water to DB2 I'm like would that be date spread and I like I was like not really because it's like a different situation but ultimately it led me to okay if you mix the ground dates and add water and like these flour bases I was using I was like it turns out as this dough which is way better than like having water to date spread I was like oh, let's have date dough for sure like Baking mixes were all the trends back then. They still are every day. It's like you get a new keto, paleo, <laughs> different mix on the market. And I was like, yeah. these date mixes are awesome. Like, let's do it. That's so cool. Such a good idea. I did you just like brand it as DB2? Did you just? Well, I mean, for like that crossed my mind for like 0.2 seconds. Oh, because that's I was, hilarious. That's awesome, by the way. I mean, PB2 <laughs> is like very like targeted well at like fitness yeah. workout. I was like, wanna date's like fun and healthy. It's not like. It's not DB2, that. like, go <laughs> work out. Like, I was like, that's not my market. Let's put, like, this cute date dough stuff yeah. on it. Like, that's more my, like, branding style. Get your DB2. Yeah. .com. Yeah. Vegan no, bodybuilding. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's a really cool idea. And I think no matter what, um, we're, we've kind of hit this, this plateau, I would say, so to speak. Like, even myself, even though I re eat relatively healthy, I've spent 25 years eating anything I wanted to, right? Because my parents gave me mac and cheese and McDonald's and they didn't know any better. But I think as we're getting smarter, unfortunately, if you're in your 20s or your 30s, you still have a sweet tooth. And, you know, we get it, right? But it's cool to have alternatives like one a date to where you can actually crave the sweet tooth and kind of switch up your palate a little bit and kind of reset essentially because I think we're never going to get rid of our sweet tooth. But for our kids' kids, you can essentially change your DNA for your kids so that way they don't have those 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 sweet tooths that we do 
Um, you know, if you ask your mom, like I've asked my mom a thousand times, I'm like, Hey, what did you eat when you were pregnant? And she's like, you know, I ate pickles, but I hated pickles. And you know, I ended up liking pickles. It's because in the womb I was craving pickles. So my mom craved pickles, but she hated pickles. So it's so strange. And now of course I've grown to, I despise pickles. I'm not a pickle guy. I like cucumbers. Now my palate has changed because of the nutritional benefits, but that's so interesting because like you should just ask your, ask your parents, if you're listening out there, like, mom, what did you eat when you were pregnant with me? And it just makes you rethink kind of how the human body works to where if you can get something in your system and you could train your body to eat one way, it's going to trickle down for generations. And the more shit we eat, the more that shitty DNA is going to trickle down. And then eventually we're going to be left with, you know, these pointless bodies running around the planet. Yeah. And I mean, even simple, something as simple as like, you know, with, like you said, with Chick-fil-A, if you've never eaten it, you're not like craving it. Like I have moms tell me all the time that she's like, I give these, you know, they're like, I give these to my kids. They think it's like Nutella or frosting or something. They love it. They ask me for like, where's the water date? They tell me to buy more. Like they love it. And I mean, I grew up eating boxed freaking Pillsbury yellow cake and mix in a box, which is terrible Mm. and adding vegetable oil to it. Terrible. But it's like, that's what we had. Now moms can have their kids they can make date dough, balls, cakes, cookies with their kids. And it's like, that's what their kids know, love and crave and eat. That's so like, true. You never have to expose them to these terrible vegetables, industrialized seed oils. You never have to give them this processed fake flour stuff when we have all these new healthy alternatives out there. Yeah, there's so many great stuff. And uh, again, I love your products. Uh, it, it's always good to chat with you. I can't believe we're almost at an hour already. Uh, but for people that don't know, if you can give them a quick shout out, website, social, all that jazz so they can come check you out. Yeah, we're eat like E-A-T wanna date on Instagram, eat wanna date on Facebook, eatwannadate.com for the website. And then also myself, I do YouTube. So Melissa Barto is, or if you looked up wanna date on YouTube, it's there. Um nice. doing a ton of like I talk a lot on rants like this about health stuff, like daily vlogs of like want to date business things, food things. So that, that's been really fun. Yeah. That's why I like having you on. We could just rant about stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> but, um, but don't go anywhere because I do want to, I do want to talk to you about, uh, so I just opened up this business meet cute box. So I want to, I want to talk to you about that, but Melissa, as always, Thank you for coming on the broader podcast. We appreciate you. Everyone listening, go follow Melissa. You are going to learn a lot and you're going to love someone to date. So thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much. Give her a round of applause, guys. Hey, (laughs) cheers. So, okay. So we'll cut that out. But by the way, great job. You're a pro as always. Thanks. Um, So did you look at the website? Yeah. So let me tell you the idea and the concept behind this. So I, um, I've had my business in the past and I ended up selling it and I just recently uh, got let go. Thanks COVID. Um, yeah. but I've, I've been in the real estate market for a long time. So I'm, I'm able to have some capital and I do some consulting work for this nonprofit. So, um, I do that on the side, but I was like, you know, I have some free time and, uh, I don't know if you have an on iPhone, but I have in my notes tab, my notes app, like yeah. seven ideas. Yeah. I have my, no- my notes are freaking right. It's encyclopedias of things. Exactly. And it's like where I throw up all my weird stuff. And I, uh, I was like, let me look, let me see if there's any business worth doing. And I looked through and there was this uh, idea for a subscription box I had because the wife and I, we have subscription boxes, but uh, I'm a fan of them. I just hate the fact that I have like two that I use and she has like six that she uses. Really? Yeah. 
don't get me started. Um, wow. You know, like one's fitness, one's makeup, one's the, the, the whatever. Oh, gotcha. And she, one's bark box for the dog. Uh, and we spent like $200 on subscription boxes. And I'm like per month. And I'm like, there's got to be something out there to where as the husband, I'm not getting upset every time a box comes because I'm like, how many yoga pants could you possibly collect? <laughs> right. Because right? like Fabuletics has one. and Yeah, she, I, have, I have way too many clothes. I don't know how people subscribe to that. It's insane. And it's always the same stuff. That's what pisses me off the most is she'll get like a, a yoga box and it'll have a different pair of yoga pants every month. That's 12 in a year. Yep. What, what do you need that many yoga pants for? So anyway, I finally got her to cancel these a few months back after having this, this realization. And I wanted to create a subscription box where it's only locally sourced items and it's different every month, kind of like a theme. So our first box is going to be in July and it's going to be a summer box. Um, and then each box is going to have two to three items per couple. So like the guy or girl will have one and, you know, based off our uh, membership profile, you know, if you're same sex, that's fine. We could do a girl or girl or a guy and guy, whatever. So we match up uh, those couples and we make a unique box for each couple to have two or two or three items each. Plus they have a date night. So that way they get a unique date night every single month. And, um, and all that stuff is going to be locally sourced. So it gives the small business owner a chance to promote their business uh, as well as, you know, if they like, if the member likes the item, they could purchase more. And we never have that same item in the same box. You know, we might do it in a three, four, five months, but it's not going to be a yoga pants situation. Yeah. And uh, I pitched that to a few people, got a couple of people to back it up, and we got some some good workers behind us. So I'm going to launch it in July. Woo! And we're excited, and we're doing everything from home, so it's a little crazy, as you know. Starting yeah. a business, it's a little wicked, but um, but it's exciting. We got all the tools, and my wife got a cry cut. I don't know if you know that thing, or it's that. What's that? Oh, I'm, cry? I'm gonna, it's a cry cut. I'm going to, I'm going to email it to you. It's this like all in one. You'd actually probably use it for the business. It's this all well, do in one. Do I know what it is? And what is it? It's like a printing, a 3d printer, but it's not a 3d printer. It prints, uh, like you could print on t-shirts, you could print on cups, you can make stickers, you can make labels. Oh, wow. It's like this massive, it's like $300. That's pretty cool. Dude, it's wicked. And I didn't think it was worth the money. And she just printed, um, like packaging tape for us with our logo. Oh, sick. It's pretty wild, man. And it would save, I don't know if you outsource a lot of that stuff, but I looked at like the cost and I'm like, this is better than going to a print shop. You know, it, yeah. it takes up a lot of space and it's a lot of work to figure out all the kinks and stuff, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so she's got that. So she's stoked. But now what we're looking for is we're looking for a lot of small vendors. we got like four or five lined up for July, I think. Um, and I was curious if one month or if you have any samples, I love the cookie dough idea. I think that would be cool for like a date night where I would handle all the. No, so. I I've done like vegan subscription boxes. I've put the state spreads in and stuff. Oh, I okay. wish I had sample sizes because then I could do some more of that kind of stuff. But for that situation, like I could, I only have my normal size things. Yeah, because probably the cost to make a new package would be stupid. I'm sure the minimums I'd have to if I wanted to make small jars of date spread, I'd have to make like 50,000 of them. Like <laughs> I, I'm not like, yeah. <laughs> and then yes, the packaging and different labels and yeah. stuff on top of that. So you're not there yeah. yet, Melissa, yet. One day, one day <laughs> I'll get there. No, that's that cool. not today. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, but I mean, you're coming out with new SKUs and stuff. So I think it's, uh, you know, things are, things are cranking. So congrats on that. Yeah. 
no, they say it takes 10 years to build an overnight success, and I'm only on year four. So I'm mm. like, I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, dude, six left. No big deal. Small potatoes. I know. Just wait till I'm 30. Yeah, <laughs> you can crush it. See, I'm, really I'm 30. Though. I'm 36, so I got to catch up to you. So I need like 10 years. No, I'm, the, I'm way ahead <laughs> of the game. I'm an overachiever. I like am terrible. And when I start comparing myself to others, my parents are like, Melissa, you're 25. Like, yeah, you're dude. not behind in this business or anything. Like, stop. And I'm like, okay, I'm 25. Yeah, you're way, you're way ahead. You're way ahead, Melissa, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then think about, I'm sure if you've done vegan boxes, you probably have a template of what you would put in the box. Um, well, you could honestly pick whatever you want, especially if you do like a chocolate themed box or something like make it fit for you. That's you right. Know? I, I can supply anything. I don't have like weird inventory situations. Okay, so. great. Yeah. Whatever works best for you. Because probably um, July, we got buttoned up already. It's going to be this wicked. And I'll actually send you a box too, so you can kind of get a feel for it. Um, probably next month I'll just, I'll toss it to you, but it's, uh, no, when it, it's in the box, definitely send me one. I'll post it on like Instagram and stuff. Oh, that's really sure. cool. Yeah, oh I appreciate gosh, that. Of course. Yeah. Make a yeah. YouTube video of unboxing it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. The summer box I'm really stoked too. Cause I don't, especially you being in New York, but I remember you had your family down in Florida, right? They live yeah, here? I, I'm literally going to Florida this weekend. I visit every month. Oh, so. perfect. So for yeah. me as, as a Floridian, a lot of our members don't live in Florida. I'll film actually. it there. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, they don't? Whatever works for you. I yeah. literally will. Yeah, I help. I'll help out. You're the best. Yeah, because yeah. our, our summer box is going to be going to be cool. We'll probably complete and I'll send it to you before the end of the month. Um, but it's like uh, those silicone uh, pops. Almost like. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So you can make your own and we'll give them recipes for that. And then for women, we'll give them uh, scrunchies and we package it up. These silicone, really nice homemade scrunchies with, uh, that we found this vendor um, over in Washington. And then these silicone straws. And then uh, there's a couple other some for dudes. There's these uh, dude bombs, which I don't know if you heard of those. Bombs. Yeah, they're called dude bombs. You, for guys, you throw in the toilet before you take a bomb, and it it helps. With Makes sense. <laughs> so that was. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's for the guys. Um, but you know, girls are going to get like four or five items, and the date night we have is really special, where it's like, you know, a cool at home summer idea. So the summer box is going to be a lot of fun. But I'm thinking for August might be kind of cool for you because um i want to do like a chocolate themed uh type of box maybe you know either either chocolate slash barbecue is is what i'm thinking um mm -hmm. so that way when you open it, it's kind of one set theme yeah i definitely would love to put you in in august so we'll stay connected but i'll send you a sample box so you can get a feel for it mm -hmm. and uh yeah no it, it'd be cool whatever you could do to help i appreciate it yeah well thanks again <laughs> we'll stay connected here and uh i'll shoot you some stuff but uh, yeah, thanks again for being on the show. You're the best. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I'm glad we got in touch. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, we'll stay in touch. All right, anytime. Bye. See ya.